Hello and welcome to the MHR podcast. I'm Andy. And I'm Emma. Emma, I think it's about time we talked about holidays. I think it is. Well, I mean, we are dressed for the It's weird how this has happened, hasn't it? For those who can't (laughs) see, we're wearing those nice little fluffy necklace things. What do they call (laughs) them? To be honest, I'm laughing at you, but I don't actually know. Mm. Well, I've got a big hat. You've got some shades on. That I can't see out of. No. But this is all part of the effect. You're welcome. I've got you a drink as well. It's just a normal cup of tea, but I've put some pineapple in it. So it feels like we're on holiday. Oh, let me see if I can... Mm. Oh, it's a bit strong. Oh, some of that pineapple went up my nose, I think. Yeah, good. Right, anyway, so um, it's July. It is. So it's about the, break, the it? time when most people start thinking about taking the holidays. Mm-hmm. And I thought we should uh, we could we could start this week by talking about hush holidays. Hush holidays. Yeah, do you know what that is? No, but it sounds like some marketing term. It's again. one of those post-pandemic kind of little new trends that have come out, which we ripped apart in a previous episode, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to play along with this one for the sake of content. Um, So, as we know, remote working has kind of uh, came into the picture a lot more through the pandemic and post-pandemic. You know, a lot Mm -hmm. of people reviewed how aware that, you know, they're working for different types of organisations with the possibility to work from Rome. Yeah. Work from Rome. Not the actual city. Uh, just roaming around, right? So oh, pe- I see. people took the opportunity to be like, well, you know, people don't. I'm, I don't have to work in a specific location, so I'm going to go and work where I like, mm. right? So where does the line end on there? And what people have started doing is they're working from anywhere they like in the world, um, because they can, you know, the, the contracts are remote, and they've started having hush trips or hush holidays. Okay. Yeah, this is one of the newest trends or travel trends that have come in 2023. And that's when remote workers, or any workers to be honest, pack mm-hmm. up, head somewhere nice for a limited amount of time uh, without telling their employer, right? And then okay. they log in and work as normal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which you can imagine probably comes to some interesting kind of revelations when people aren't as quite honest as where Ooh. they are, you know? You're only one kind of Zoom or Teams background being removed to reveal you're on actually that's a dangerous game you're playing yeah you're at a board meeting on the beach right so a stat here has told me that 50 percent 56% of UK employees say they're likely to go on a hush trip this year according according to the evening standard said Mm. that yeah that's a lot so it's obviously uh, it's a case where a lot of people feel like they can do it Mm. Um, I think what's interesting about this is that you know some organisations they're going to be fine with it. Some people have a unlimited um, annual leave allowance. So like, oh yeah, you can go where you like, work right? Work from anywhere contracts. Work, work as from well. anywhere contracts. Yeah. Some people yeah. won't. Mm-hmm. So if you don't, you know what? What? Uh, what you know, what's the line? What's the agreement between you and your employer between yeah. about going? Well, I'm actually I'm going to go there. I might not tell you because I am still going to work my hours. I am mm. still going to be online, um, but I'm actually just going to be on a beach in Barcelona. It's just being mindful of understanding your boundaries, isn't it? Yeah. So there's there's the element that you've just said there about, you know, there there are a number of businesses, I think it can be quite industry specific, if I'm honest, mm-hmm. that offer <clears throat> unlimited holidays or work from anywhere contracts, you know, very digitised yeah. uh, industries. But then it's also having that trust in place as an employer to employee. Yeah. And that's not just your employer you know insisting that they trust you but it's actually trusting yourself that you're going to do the work and work as productively as you should be doing yeah 
when you're on these trips. Yeah. For me personally, I think I'd find that really tricky. Yeah. Especially if you're there with family and they're, you know. I think it is a personal thing. I think honesty is always the best policy. But Absolutely. for me, me personally, if I was to try and, if I had to be away for whatever reason, with family or my partner or whatever, and I, I was like, oh, I'll try and balance work. I personally wouldn't do that because if I'm not in the right mindset, I'm, right, I'm all or nothing, right? If I'm at mm. work, I want to be at work. Yeah. If I'm on holiday or if I'm away, I want to be away. I don't want to try and you balance the two. You want to be able to switch off from it, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I think there's a, mm. there's a lot to be said about having a healthy balance by going, no, yeah. this isn't time allocated to thinking about that. Yeah, um, because yeah. I think it's a slippery slope. The last thing you want is to go away, book an actual time off, right? Uh, all inclusive, whatever, somewhere. Sit mm. by a pool and have, have thought of your work mobile on you, of your thought, you yeah. know. And also, some companies, especially if you're dealing with lots of sensitive uh, information or data, that's the last thing they want you to be doing. You don't want well, to be taking picking up IPs as to where you are, and that could be quite a concerning exactly. thing, couldn't it? Yeah, if you work in quite a tech-savvy organisation, they're going to be able to tell where you are mm. in the world by where you're logging on. So yeah. that's why I think honesty is the best policy, <coughs> because if you're, if you know, depending on you know what level you are in the organisation, but if you're telling your boss, hey, I'm going to be out the country, but it's not a holiday, I am going to be working. That's fine, but that's not a hush holiday, is it? That's you no, going. That's I've got to work being remotely. Transparent about the fact that yeah. you're going to be working. If you're like, oh, it's business as usual. My employer doesn't know where I am, but actually, I'm going to take two weeks in Spain. Mm. But actually, the first week I'm going to work and not tell anyone. That's a problem, especially if you log on that morning and someone in like your IT department or cybersecurity goes, "Why is your IP address saying you've logged in from Madrid?" Um, you know yeah, what I mean? it's very difficult to uh, hide your digital footprint these days, isn't it? Exactly. So and I wouldn't want to endorse ways in which to avoid yeah. it either. So it's obviously up to individual business practice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the lessons learned I, I, I found from reading these articles about hush holidays is um, businesses need to make it incredibly clear what their expectations are from employees, yes. when and where they should be mm-hmm. working, what's appropriate for the business, uh, and what that is in the contract. Uh, and employees should be very aware of what those expectations are, and just be, frankly be honest, because I think it's a lot easier to be found out if you're not being completely honest to organisation. And why put yourself in that position? No, definitely. You know? And I think more importantly for yourself as well, I think the the idea of a hush holiday, mm. I think, on a personal level, I think blurs that work-life balance concept that, yeah. that you and I both, you know, really try and hammer home as part yeah. of these podcasts 100%. and talking about the importance of that in a business. I think that creates a blurred line that isn't comfortable. Yeah. You know, I mean, that people don't like having to work out of hours. Yeah. And I think that you have to be able to separate the two. Yeah. And you know, ways in which employees can manage that. There are a number of businesses that offer incentives to purchase additional days, for example. Yeah. So, you know, if it's if it's an issue of, you know, you're not having, you've not got enough holiday days to, to be able to do, careful with your pineapple. Um, <laughs> you throw me off now. Um, but no, if you don't feel like you have enough holidays to be able to do what you want to do, there yeah. are a lot of businesses now that offer an incentive to purchase additional days, likewise yeah. to sell them. Yep. If you're not likely to use yep. your days either. So, and and like you said, just having that honest conversation. There's there's ways in which of managing these things. If it's mm-hmm. an unavoidable trip, yeah. there, there's, there's compromises that can be made to make it work. Yep. And 
But have that have that conversation. Case. There's processes yeah. in place. HR will work with that. Line yeah. managers should be well informed. As long as you start a process, you start a conversation to go, mm. look, this isn't part of the norm. I know it might not be on my contract, but I might need to work from a different location for whatever reason for the next week, two weeks. Mm-hmm. I want to raise that to you so we can find the solution. Because yeah. the employer doesn't want you to be in a situation where you're unhappy. Mm. And the employer wants to make sure you've got everything you need to do your job. So they understand if there's decisions being made. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, but it leads us on to a nice point. So we talked about hush holidays. Mm-hmm. I think, it, again, it's just a fad term, isn't it? Made mostly by marketers. Uh, it is, but I do, I like do appreciate the alliteration, nevertheless. Yeah. Um, but holidays in general, mm-hmm. I think it's a good time for us to be talking about how businesses manage those. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was reading a, a good article here about summer holidays uh, approaching and people, employees taking their leave. Yeah, Uh, And there's a lot of pitfalls that a lot of businesses and employees can fall into with this. Mm -hmm. Um, You kind of take it for granted, but you always hear it, don't you? Someone who's like, oh, I haven't taken enough leave yet or, oh, I wish I could carry mine over. And it's it's all about setting expectations and management of annual leave, right? Because mismanagement of it can actually have a dramatic impact into a business. So... um, I think a good example was shown recently, Ryanair's cancellation of hundreds of flights after it admitted that it messed up the planning of pilots um, uh, a couple of summers ago. Yes, of course. Um, and that's uh, where uh, employers commonly get into an annual, get, get annual leave wrong is because a business runs on what kind of resource you have with yeah. your people. Yeah, and if yeah. your people aren't <clears throat> managed in terms of when they're here or are there, actually it starts to and affect what you can deliver. if holidays get over-granted, yeah, yeah, yeah. then it so, becomes a problem, doesn't it? So a few points in an article I was reading uh, was that um, not, in, not encouraging employees to take annual leave um, across the year is a problem. Mm-hmm. Because then if it's not in the forefront of people's mind or are not planning it properly, it can lead to situations where... People are having awkward conversations with their managers because suddenly they want to take a large chunk off and they're not giving enough time. Really, really common in yeah. December, isn't it, for people yeah. to finish early because yeah. they have holidays they have to take. It's a, a yeah. use them or lose them yeah. situation. Maybe know. at the start or the middle of the year, things are so busy and we're like, oh, I just want to get over this hill and then I can enjoy my leave. Mm. Well, if everyone does that, what are we going to do the second half yeah. of the year? Yeah. Um, so pe- employers, uh, sorry, employees can feel a lot, of, uh, a lot of pressure to not take leave too early when they feel like they're in an important because project. Of certain busy, pe- yeah, certain busy periods yeah. and that kind of thing. It's, Im- yeah, it's important for employers to encourage that actually you mm. can balance that earlier on. Um, typically, the responsibility for monitoring annual leave is allocated to line managers who should uh, periodically check their uh, employees annual leave and remind them to use it before the end of the year so obviously every company has different companies have different like year ends and stuff but I do think uh, employees need to have a process in place where they're like you know even if it just feels like we're just doing it for the sake of it Mm. are we asking the question of when are you taking leave because until your employee comes out actually I always had this plan to go away for two weeks then but I didn't tell you about it because I forgot suddenly you're like ah well, you've already booked the flight. What can we do now? We're in a yeah, in an you, you conversation kind of have situation. To accept, yeah, you know, accept the leave. Yeah, you've already mentioned another point that this article raised, which is buying or selling uh, mm-hmm. annual leave entitlement. Mm-hmm. A lot of companies do this. I think it's a very good thing to do, yeah. where you can kind of buy back time from the company or sell yours so it gives that extra level of flexibility. I know a lot of companies uh, we do it as well. We'll give a couple of periods in the year where you can 
make adjustments open that, to open that. Open that window, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, a third thing is allowing employees to carry over excess, um, uh, excessive amounts of holiday. They're, I'm not saying they should do that. I'm saying this is something that businesses struggle with. So I think I think that's quite a tricky one to mm -hmm. manage and navigate, isn't it? Because you can have, you can have, you know, teams or individuals that could kind of really exercise that opportunity and yeah. create big gaps at other times so yeah. i think if that was if that was to be an option that was <clears throat> that was given again there would just need to be some yeah. kind of prescriptive rules in place for that yeah. so i think there should you know still be limitations on the amount of time you can take off at any one time yeah. obviously if we're going into the conversation of sabbaticals and earned service that's completely yeah. different and that's a, a, another subject but um still kind of maintaining that control if you are to move those days over yeah so contracts of employment often um permit the carryover of holidays into the next holiday year although it can they should be capped they will usually uh, give you a cap of a number of days that can be uh, can be done mm, um yeah. so um it's important that you know a, a rules are imposed requiring excess leave to be used up in the first however many months you wanted to you do that mm -hmm. for the year just so and again it's just so it simply comes down to how many people can we do we need to have the business running at the moment mm. um, so there's other areas as well um, such as allowing too many employees to take leave at the same time which we've kind of talked about yeah and not paying employees the right amount during annual leave you would have thought that's not an a complicated one but apparently in recent years uh, the biggest single biggest employment law headache for UK employers has revolved around calculation of holiday pay did you know that mm. So employers should now uh, be um, should now be aware that it is no longer permissible to calculate holiday pay on the basis of an employee's basic pay only. Okay. During pay uh, annual leave should now only uh, include other payments such as overtime. Sorry, pay during annual leave should now uh, include other payments such as overtime pay, both compulsory and voluntary, uh, commission, standby, call out allowances, um, and all these kind of travel allowances. So do they do, these things do need to be thought about. Employers need to decide on a sensible approach to holiday pay calculations, yeah. right? Particularly the length of time used to calculate the average, so like within a 12, week, uh, 12 weeks being mm. popular suggestion, right? Um, and what allowances should be included. That's yeah. a very, very valid point for certain industries yeah. that, that we work with. So think of those that have hourly rate payments, mm -hmm. overtime payments. So think of kind of manufacturing, supply yeah. chain, logistics, retail, those yeah. kind of areas. Um, <clears throat> I know, for ex you know, my husband, for example, is one of them where his holiday pay can sometimes accrue to being more than his standard pay because nice. of the reflection of his overall pay. Yeah. Um, and that's a really valid point because you could be creating a risk of your, uh, your employees missing out on... on pay that they would have received if they were at work yeah that's um, it. because of their entitled holiday yeah. time very, so very valid. there's some helpful tips here in this article that i was reading um so in it to wrap up in a nutshell some helpful do's and don'ts for line managers if you want to manage your annual leave mm. yeah do you want to hear some go on okay so the article says that you you should encourage staff to submit dates for their holiday as far in advance as possible 
Yeah. Um, I suppose there's no harm in doing that as kind of an if button. Maybe I'm thinking of doing this because provisional uh, provisional times. Yeah. It, it helps. It helps planning yeah. from an internal perspective, and from an employee well-being perspective, it also yeah. ensures that your yeah. um, you know, your team is planning to take time off, yeah. and you're kind of monitoring that and making sure that they're. They're taking the time that they and need uh, to As recuperate. long as it's very clear, you've got two different processes here. There's just me telling you that I'm thinking about it. Then there's me actually submitting actually, it. If yes, that's two different things, there's no harm there. You can say what you like and you can set expectations, yeah. but the actual process is, is, is one mm. thing. Um, doing co uh, review re uh, regularly whether or not employees have taken or at least plan to take some of their holiday leave. It should be a bit of a red flag if you've got you know a certain number of day allowance and someone who's reporting to you hasn't taken any yet and you're already in like July. Like okay. avoid avoids the risk of getting stung yeah. kind of later on in the year or yeah. as we I think as we've said already getting that grumble from that employee that they yeah. are going to potentially lose their holidays as a result. Yeah, very very important to keep on top of. Remind employees periodically how much annual leave they have outstanding. So. Um, we can talk about this till we're blue in the face, but people management software does support this. Mm -hmm. If you have a very clear, um, you know, holiday or annual leave or yeah. absence system in place of your people software, you can get a live up-to-date recording to the second of what has been booked slash what has been taken. It no. makes it makes for the employee. It makes that self serve process considerably easier yeah. because it, it automates all of that process for them. They yeah. can submit. A, um, a leave of absence request yeah. they can put in the reason for that leave of absence request as well the manager will then get notified of that potential yeah. absence um, and then the manager has a chance to look at that amongst the rest of the team to see how yeah. you know the work can be divvied and whether yeah. That can be accepted or not. That's also we, something we have, which is really good, is you can see everyone who's in your team. Or you can see who everyone in your department or your peers, I mm. think as we've called it. And you can see everyone uh, that week who's off. So it's a really yes. good way of lining up, like what resource do we have in the team versus who's away at the same time. Really helpful when you get things like a lot of bank holidays, which we've seen this year. Yeah. Typically, a lot of people like to take their leave around bank holidays because mm -hmm. you can kind of give it a nice little buffer. Yeah, yeah. Really common thing to do. Mm -hmm. And suddenly you're like, oh, actually, with those two annual bank holidays coming up, are we? is everyone planning to take the time at the same time? Do yeah. we need to look at what process we need to manage that? Because mm -hmm. uh, one of the things here was to ensure that planned leave, um, we have an adequate cover for it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's great that you want to plan to do that. But if everyone's doing it at the same time, how are we going to keep business as usual going? Um, be proactive with the management of holidays. Don't leave um, the matter of holiday to chance. You know, make sure yeah. you're aware of what's going on. Mm -hmm. um, don't take the view that it is up to each individual to decide whether they may uh, want to take a holiday. Like, it, make sure you're proactively going, look, I'm here to help you with this as well. Not, yeah. it's on you to figure out, like, if you want to talk to me about how you can take your leave or when you think is appropriate, that's a conversation we can start. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's important to enforce yeah. as an employer to, as you say, kind of encourage yeah. them to take that leave and yeah. just make them aware of the risks that come with not yeah. not taking that leave. Yeah, because vice versa, what you, what, you, what you don't want is also uh, an employee at the end of the year going, oh, I have to take my holiday because I've not taken it yet, but now I'm feeling more anxious because I've got so much I need to do by the end of the year. I'm not going to enjoy my time off because I've got all this coming in and actually I feel like I'm going to be worried while I'm away yeah. and I'm going to come into a bit of a mess when I get back. Um, don't wait till the end of the year before reviewing because otherwise you're just going to have to crush it all into one point. It's a very common problem. Yep, and 
don't give in to employees' requests uh, for pay in lieu uh, of holiday. So that's a lot of people. So a lot of people will be like, "Oh, I can use my time in lieu instead." Like, make very obviously it's up to each business, but you've got to make it very clear what constitutes as time in lieu versus what is an, uh, absence for annual leave. That can also become very blurred it can get very it, in blurred. terms of how that's yeah. managed. So yeah. yeah, just just managing those expectations from mm. the front of how time in lieu can be managed versus yeah. how general kind of holiday management and finally and i think this is a really strong point to finish on especially as we we often talk about work-life balance being a really healthy thing that that we we benefit from is don't make your staff feel guilty about taking holiday it is an entitlement that we all have Um, absolutely even if it's just something silly like you know sometimes you'll get a joke in the office it's like oh you're going on holiday who how many times have you been on holiday again it sounds like a like a fun thing but you know some people can feel like really sensitive about it's like especially when you're you're working within your entitlement as well yeah so it's none of your business it's my personal allowance i'm allowed to do that i have my own workload i have my work stresses the last thing i need is to feel judged because i'm using something i'm perfectly entitled to claim i want my tea with pineapple thank you i'm going away to have a tea with a pineapple for a couple of weeks i'll be right back please leave a message and i'll get back to you as soon as convenience i tell you what that's got some tongue Mm. yeah it's seeped in now Mm. Andy, it's time for the producer segment. I've got an email. I don't understand it, but yeah. Well, I'm going to go first. I'm that sorry. is the instruction from Lee with a very sweet compliment. Thank you, producer Lee. Do you have an You're email from Lee? Mm, I, I have an email from Tom. Okay. Well, I'm better than you. Okay. okay so. So. Oh, okay. This is a, a situational thing. So okay. I'm going to ask you a question. Right. Okay. So, in your scheduled check-in with Darren, you notice a few things that make you slightly suspicious. Oh, no. Hmm. Okay. Darren is drinking Fanta Limon and not lemon. Oh, does her. Your feelings tell you that Darren is having a hush holiday. Oh, Darren. You can't buy that can in your local supermarket, Darren. monkey. Why is that in your Zoom Teams shot? So, I want to know... How you would deal with that, okay? okay? So, firstly, do you let him get on with it? He's doing his work, so all okay. is well. Yeah. You hate the fact that Darren is drinking Fanta Limon and book a meeting in the office for the first thing tomorrow, knowing he won't be able to make it, so you can fire him. Oh, that's, that's a, spicy, isn't it? Not my aggressive. I wouldn't go with that tactic, usually. I'm not that. Okay. Or C, report to HR and let them deal with it. Cowardly. Um, so, right, me and Darren go way back. So I reckon I'm going to go B, but B on a tangent. I'm going to ask him a question or have a call with him. Because mm. I think if it's a solo call, you one-on-one, you can't hide for long. I'm yeah. not going to go straight to HR or fire him, but I'm going to allow him the opportunity to explain to me where he is. Benefit and, of the doubt. Hey? Yeah, and then I'm going to go, you do understand, right? Because maybe there's not an understanding of the process. Maybe. So now I'm going to go, because you can't blame someone or go straight to firing them because they don't get that there's a process in place. Okay. Oh, you're very diplomatic. Yeah, I'm going to be like... Very diplomatic response. Dazza, put... (laughs) Dazza. (laughs) Dazza. Dazza, Listen, Dazza, put your hand down, Dazza. It's just me and you on the call. Dazza, put the Fanta Limon down. I've noticed that's very off-brand. Where are you at the moment, Dazza? And he'll go, oh, sorry, Andy, I'm... 
I'm in Tenerife. And I'm like, I know you are, Dazza, because you haven't even got a background on. I can see you're in Tenerife. You do realise, Daz, that we do, we don't... Some hat's going. <laughs> you do realise, Daz, going. <laughs> that we don't have a kind of a hush kind of holiday work-from-Rome contract. You are supposed to be in the office. I thought you were working from home. You're supposed to be in Selby. <laughs> and he'll go... That is so specific. I know. I didn't know that, Andy. I just thought, I'm working my ass. I'm like, it's fine that you've worked your ass. I trust you, Daz. But what I don't trust is the deceit now. Daz I'm going to send you a contract. I'm going to remind you to look at your contract. And I'm going to have to report this to HR to let you know that you have broken process. But oh. I'm going to trust that you're going to take this wisdom on. And you won't lie to me again, Daz. Could you get me a pack of 24 fags from the off to you on the way back? <laughs> It's cheaper. Yeah. Um, so, I'm afraid you're wrong. Okay. It would be very hypocritical of us, given that we are currently filming in Benidorm, yeah. uh, for us to be at all, uh, you know, disciplinarians yeah. uh, of this circumstance. Where else could you get a cup of tea with a slice of pineapple? Mm. Okay. So, do you want to hear my scenario to you? I've been uh, young Tom. Young Tom has sent me a scenario. He said, uh, so firstly, he's signed off his email, Tom, hushing holiday since 1999. Oh, that's just a demonstrable of his age, isn't yeah. it? That's just really upsetting. So here's my scenario to you, Emma. Oh. You notice over the course of a week of uh, Teams calls that your mm. colleague, Samantha, is getting increasingly more red in the face each day. Oh. Do you, A, Ask her if she's been a bit stressed recently. Mm -hmm. B, recommend your preferred sun lotion with a high SPF, subtle. C, question whether she's hush holidaying and crack down on it. Crack down was bold. Crack down. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, firstly, and uh, I'm saying this as a member of the ginger and pale community, mm. I will always recommend a good SPF. Yeah. Factor 50 plus for kids is the best you can get on the market. There are plenty of brands available. I can't be seen promoting them. However, steady on with your hands. You don't need to see the sun for the sun to see you. You know. This it, is true. Every day this is, is an true. SPF day. This is true. Have you ever heard of Moonburn? So I would always go for that first. But secondly, I probably would be asking some questions as to why you know her head's getting more progressively red. Mm. Is it a rosacea issue? Yeah. Is this a health issue I need to be aware of? Yeah. Or are you just being a cheeky girl and you're on holidays? Yeah. But to be honest, I know the right approach would be to you know to query it. But yeah. as a ginger person, I would go for the SPF option. Okay. There's no right or wrong answer. All I've got on here is that Tom signed off his email from sent from my office in the Bahamas. Tom. Oh. See, mine yeah. was <laughs> my sign-off um, was to say that it was sent from my Nokia 8300. A classic. An absolute classic. <laughs> Lee's not working from, the, uh, from home, is he? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know where his keys are. I actually quite... Um, I loved my 3210, actually. I quite missed oh yeah. that. Do you remember Snake? On that note, great. been lovely talking about holidays with you today. Uh, I hope you've booked yours in already. And I hope you've made full awareness to your line manager of your plans for the rest of the year because it will benefit you and them both. Absolutely. Otherwise, um, you've not got any holidays for the rest of the year, have you, Emma? Uh, I actually haven't got anything booked in yet, which is a bit sad. Oh, that's have a you? shame. No, uh, we'll be here every week, I'm afraid, till the end of the year. So the end of time. 
If you like what we're talking about, remember you can check out all of this uh, year's episodes uh, from every week this year. Find us on mhrglobal.com. See you online. See you there. In a bit. Later. Hey,